This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Sparkly Show for another week. My name is Dr. Glam. Always a pleasure to be with you. My, my, the year is fast disappearing on us. It's December already. I'm going to do something today that I haven't done for a while. Every now and then, I indulge myself a little and play David Bowie from the start of the show to the end of the show. And guess what, folks? This is one of those times.
believed to be all about David Bowie's good friend and rival Mark Bolan. That's Lady Stardust from the Ziggy Stardust album, which incredibly turns 50 next year. Also turning 50 in just a matter of two weeks' time is what I think is David Bowie's finest ever album in terms of songwriting prowess, the Hunky Dory album. And I've been listening to the Hunky Dory album a lot in recent times. Warner Music um, a couple of years ago invited me to write a series of essays about David Bowie albums retrospective now that they're sort of (laughs) all heading towards the 50 year mark well the early 70s ones are at least and um so recently i've been preparing an essay for warners on um on the hunky dory album a sort of 50 years down the track reappraisal if you like and it is by no means a difficult task for me because hunky dory happens to be my favorite david bowie album and it contains my all-time favorite david bowie track And this is a very difficult thing, of course, to decide on one song when you've got an artist that has produced so much material. But I am firmly of the conviction that nothing surpasses life on Mars. It's a god-awful small affair To the girl with the mousy hair But her mummy is yelling no her daddy has told her to go But her friend is nowhere to be seen Now she walks through her sunken dream To the seat with the clearest view And she's hooked to the silver screen But the film is a sad thing for For she's lived it ten times or more She could spit in the eyes of fools If they ask her to focus on sailors Fighting in the dance hall Dance hall. Oh man, 
wonderfully cinematic, huge life on Mars from David Bowie. You know, here I am expressing my opinion that it's uh, such a fine song. I'm not alone in that even the man himself used to use life on Mars as kind of a touchstone for his own song writing talents. There was an episode uh, quite a bit later on um, when he was being pressured to write a hit and uh, he rather grumpily replied, do you think it's easy, I'm paraphrasing, do you think it's easy for me to just go off into a room and rattle off another life on Mars, he said. And I think that epitomizes <laughs> the status that that song was held, um, that David Bowie held himself for that song. David Bowie was great at reflecting his own life through his art. And of course, that's one of the main functions of art, is it not? To help you make sense of the world and to express yourself into that world. I've played the song on the Sparkly Show a few times. I'm going to play it again. This is a song that David Bowie wrote for his son, Zoe. Yes, Zoe Bowie. And it was on the aforementioned Hunky Dory album. It's a song of empowerment for Zoe because David Bowie knew full well that with such parents as himself and the equally flamboyant Angie Bowie, that young Zoe would in all likelihood come in for some unwanted attention, perhaps of the bullying kind. And so he wrote this song of empowerment. And it's one of the greatest, it's a kid's song, but it's not just for kids, it's for all of us. I think this is the most wonderful gift you could ever give your kid. Have a listen to Kooks. you stay in our lover's story If you stay, you won't be sorry Cause we believe in you Soon you'll grow So take a chance With a couple of cooks Hung up on romancing Will you stay in our lover's story If you stay, you won't be sorry Cause we believe in you Soon you'll grow, so take a chance with a couple of kooks hung up on romancing. We bought a lot of things to keep you warm and dry, and a funny old crib on which the paint won't dry. 
I bought you a pair of shoes, a trumpet you can blow, and a book of rules. What to say to people when they pick on you? Cause if you stay with us, you're gonna be pretty cookie too. Will you stay in our lover's story? If you stay, you won't be sorry. Cause we believe in you. Soon you'll grow, so take a chance with a couple of kooks. I'm up on romancing. David Bowie and Kooks, the song he wrote for his then infant son, Zoe. Quite amusing. Some of you will have heard this story before, but Zoe Bowie, David Bowie, David and Angie's son, Zoe, inspired David Bowie's friend, Mark Boland, who I mentioned earlier in the show because David Bowie ostensibly wrote Lady Stardust about Mark Boland. Inspired by David and Angie naming their son Zoe Bowie, Mark Boland, along with his partner Gloria Jones, they named their son Roland Boland. <laughs> so there you go. Roland Boland has kept his name throughout his life, but of course Zoe Bowie changed his name to Duncan Jones. Anyway, going to play a track now that was made super popular by the band Mott the Hoople but written by David Bowie and gifted to Mott the Hoople in a very, very generous act to save Mott the Hoople from breaking up. And it went all the way to the top of the charts, and it indeed did save Mott the Hoople from breaking up. This is David Bowie's version, though, of his own song, All the Young Dudes.
like a queen, he can kick like a mule. It's a real mean team. You can love, you can love. David Bowie's own version of All the Young Dudes. In 1972, when Mott the Hoople had a number three UK hit with that song, David Bowie featured as a backing vocalist on the recording. Just a piece of trivia there, along with his friends in the band. Now, I mentioned before how David Bowie was so good at reflecting what was going on around him, and I think All the Young Dudes sums up nicely that sort of the euphoria of 1972 glam rock. You know, it was a new and exciting youth movement that worried parents because of the androgynous elements, among other features of glam rock. But, you know, he's talking about um, Freddie's got spots from picking off the stars from his face, um, you know, Mark Boland, for instance, would go on, who, who gets mentioned in that song too, at, you know, Mark Boland of T-Rex. Man, I need TV when I've got T-Rex. But Mark Boland would go on Top of the Pops with glitter and sparkles on his face. So, you know, David Bowie's referencing that directly. Freddie's got spots from picking off the stars from his face. And man, I need a TV when I've got T-Rex. So he's really epitomizing his time. And he also... He's often, you know, very, very eloquent man was David Bowie. He often talked about this feature of his work. And here's one quote from David Bowie suggesting, I don't think I ever resolve anything on my work. 
there are inevitably a series of questions in as much as anything else, and they try and capture an atmosphere that I'm living through to a certain extent. So there you go. From the horse's mouth. I'm not sure I should have referred to David Bowie as a horse. However, art as a living, breathing reflection of what's going on in the world. And of course, art can do more than just reflect what's going on in the world. It can take an active role in changing it anyway. I'm going to finish today's show because we've nearly come to the end with one of David Bowie's hidden gems. Thank you very much for your company today. I look forward to seeing you again soon. This is David Bowie's gorgeous conversation piece. And just as a quick aside with a local flavour, the Chills, Martin Phillips and the Chills do a great version of this. Dr. Glam, signing off. I took this one to lose my mind Find out what's knowing at me Wouldn't think to look at me But I spent a lot of time in education Seems so long ago I'm a thinker, not a talker No one to talk to anyway I can't see the road For the rain in my eyes
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.